but nature strip. He's a force of nature today. That's his fourth half length in front. Can he do it? Chautauqua, he's flying. Yes, there's history. But this is a blitz. It's a weak blitz. Two in a row. And she joins the all-time greats of the turf. Winks has won. Hey there, Mugs. Back for another great episode of Make Queensland Racing Great Again. The Moors here with Lloydie and Bean, two faces that are meant for TV, mate. So I'm, I'm glad that we're back out of lockdown. And uh, Lloydie, mate, got a haircut for the big day back on TV too. How's yeah, mate. Going? Home job, so um, we'll, uh, actually looks pretty good. It's not too yeah. bad. Don't, don't tell Kate that, but look. Oh, you can't see the back of his yeah, head, no. can you? Or no? But no, look, good to be back. Uh, the internet was a bit slow last week, so... That's nice to be uh, back live. Mm. Yeah, it's every time I watch uh, back our little Zoom efforts, I mean, it works fine when you're doing it on Zoom, yeah. and then you listen to it, and it's just scratchy, blah, blah, blah. That's not what we're about, monks. We're about quality, and that brings me to Bean. Mate. Look at him. Look at him. Mate, that's, that's all I bring pretty much, mate. Looking, looking forward to another classic week uh, back at Eagle Farm, my favourite surface in the country, because you, oh. ne- you never know what's going to happen. Mm. The fields are actually not too bad, though, considering, because um, there's been talk lately about them. The trainers not wanting to go there, so yeah, it's just still, an... still still nominal, though. So well, where we go? That's right. That's uh, just another glorious week in Queensland racing, which we'll have a little bit of a chat about later. But boy, it's been a big week. We had a massive uh, massive tipping comp. So our big fella Dion was the winner, yeah. and he's going to be our mug of the week. So stay tuned, there, mugs, to listen to his hot tip. Um, but Sportsbet came to the party, delivered some big goods, yep. had over 200 people enter. Yep. Um, I started well, and then it, I was then it say, got worse. I think, uh, <laughs> I think actually Bean carried the flag for the mugs yeah. uh, in the comp, and that sort of sums it up, yeah. really, doesn't it? So, <laughs> it certainly does. Yeah, but it was good fun. So we might look at, well, next week is Group 1 Racing back. Yeah. Wink Stakes, I believe. So this week you got the Group 2, um, some stupid idiot uh, Victorian race that we don't really care about. but. Yep. Next week, we might do something similar for the return of Group 1 racing because then it's it's spring. How yeah. bloody good boy. It starts up again, man, doesn't it? Back to yeah. back to back. Yeah, look, uh, look, we liked Oomben, let's be honest. Found some winners last week, which is handy. Um, we'll start with race one and, and Schnitzel just let everybody <laughs> and he's, uh, I think every, every man, his dog, is multi and... Yeah. He's down. Um, yeah, that was that was my that was one of my launch bets of the weekend, and that was not the not the got around the corner, and then um, I don't know if he mm. saw some grass or something or what happened there, but just basically stopped there. It just stopped, <laughs> and they it? just went straight past him. So yeah. yeah was... uh, well, look, we were able to get it back. London Banker was a big win. We'll uh, you can see the replay there going right now. There, mugs Tremonto Beam. Happy yeah. days. That was good a, win, a good return. Yeah, I, it real could good be. Return. I think, uh, Lloydy, you pointed out some comments of where that horse might be trying to end up this prep. I think it's headed towards the uh, Golden Eagle, actually. There you so go. That's it. I think. That's, I think. I, well, the next plan is the Silver Eagle in Sydney. So obviously, they probably have to win that or run a, run well to get a start in the Golden Eagle. But that's uh, like a, well, it's ambitious, it was, but it was a good return. Yeah. So. I think it's one of those. I think it's an ex Aquas horse that uh, mm. they picked up. I think maybe thirty k. It was a number at the top of my head. So, look, that's the beauty. We, we haven't had that same luck with uh, tried horses, but it's coming. <laughs> Anyone wants to buy a horse, check uh, the English sales this week. Yep. We might have some news for you there as well. She Can Sing was awesome. Um, Costa's just doing it all. Fever Twire as well, mate. Lloydie, you've got two from two with your flying. little interview. So yep. you're, you're flying. Uh, shooting for gold, but I think the one that we want to have a little bit of uh, time to savour was 
at Wits End, mate. Yeah, in the get out steaks, Lloyd. He's, like he's like a Cheshire cat. <laughs> oh, just just look at him, Bean. He's just a marvel. Fifteen. How'd that feel? Yeah, fifteen. Yeah, it was um felt good. The the account the account didn't feel as good as what it probably should have <laughs> afterwards, but anyway, a win's a win. Um another yeah, gun ride, Brad Stewart. Just got every um all the favours and yeah, too good again. Yeah. Mate, 100%. And uh, we, we were talking off air. Next start, well, what do I think it'll be going for four in a, four in a row? It'll oh, pop up at a dollar eighty, and we'll absolutely truckload it and run the best second you'll ever see. So yeah. that's Muggs punning there, Muggs. That's why we tune in. And uh, <laughs> if you do, subscribe to all our thingamajigos. You know the drill. But we need to get stuck in, boys, because yeah. back to the farm, this is where we've got to – Really hone We've got to hone in. Um, I don't even. Oh yeah, now I do have a selection for race one. That's handy. But thanks to our great friends there at Sportsbet, giving us some juicy odds of two dollars eighty for Secret Tales. So this horse was uh, second up, I believe, at one by about twenty lengths or something close down at the GC on a heavy forty-five. Opens here at two dollars eighty. Your favourite. Glorious Ruby there, 354, informed jockey of the moment. Our favourite, Leah Kilner. She's absolutely fine. Mate, she's absolutely a killer. She's, she's a stone cold killer at the moment. <laughs> uh, and I guess the only other one that they're really looking at the moment there, uh, she's Heavenly from the Sears team out there at T-Bar. But T-Bar form coming into Brisbane's a different story. Yep. But Lloydie, Secret Tales, I reckon there's a bit of spruik there. What can you tell us about... The O'Day runner. Yeah, mate. Look, I think the market's got it right. We're down to a race in two. Um, the favourite, Secret Tales, caught up with Matt Hoisted. They've got the one runner at Eagle Farm on Saturday. Hopefully an early kill for them. Have a listen to what Matty had to say about uh, his filly in the first. Mate, oh, pretty much. What you've, you've only got the one runner on Saturday with Secret Tales. Yeah, mate. Yeah, she's the only one in town. She, um, obviously, 18-length winner two starts ago and then won nicely at uh, that Eagle Farm that she got the win at or... Um, yeah, a thousand meters first up, probably short of a best. You'd have to think, or yeah, yeah, yeah well and truly, mate. That's obviously the main, the main concern. Obviously, she's never ran over, ran over. Um, you know, first start was over twelve hundred, then her next two were at fourteen hundred. So that's that's the main sort of worry. Um, but she's definitely come back a lot more switched on. She's a lot more sharper this time in, more probably just from sort of knowing what it's all about now. Um, but yeah, it would still still be a heavy, heavy worry. Um, whether they're a bit too sharp, especially with a couple of quick horses in the race as well. Um, but look, as long as she's she's um, doing her best work late, mate, it's a good lead into another three-year-old played in in a couple of weeks' time over twelve hundred, and you now she'll only improve once she gets to gets up in trip. That's it. Has she? Have you got much of a plan uh, with her, mate? Like where you go long term? Is she a Magic Millions filly or? Yeah, she is, but with nothing really set in stone. Look, we're not. Obviously, she's. You know, it's hard. She won by won by adding links, but you know, she beat nothing that day. You yeah. know, they were they were virtually you know, from the six hundred. Uh, there was only what was there only five in the race or something like that, and you know, three of them just stopped dead from the virtually from the six hundred. And that other thing, the thing that um, you know led up that she sat off like it virtually stopped at the top of the turn too. So it was definitely made look a bit more impressive through the you know, lack of competition, but at least she backed that up at Eagle Farm. And, again, off-season, you know, it's not like she beat that much, but, um, you know, there's no no grand sort of plans. You know, we'll just let her come through, try to find some nice, cutest races, pick up some good money. This prep, and if she keeps putting her hand up, then we can sort of, you know, look for look for some of them races come, come sort of summer carnival time. 
Beauty. Uh, barrier three, Steph Thornton on. Much of a plan on Saturday, probably, like you say, there's a bit of speed there. I've got about four or five different leaders on my speed map. You just hope that you can sort of keep up with them, I guess, early and tack on. Yeah, pretty much. Look, from that gate, she'll be back in the second half of the field. It's just a matter of hopefully we're not having to chase her along and she can have a chance to actually travel and um, you know, give her a chance to, to finish off. Probably just the main the main sort of tick, I guess, too, is just that she's, you know, we know that Eagle Farm's definitely a horses for courses sort of track and the fact that she's got the win on the board, at least that's a, you know, that's a big tick in her favour. So we know she... We know she handles the track, so um, but yeah, as long as she can hopefully hold a position and be, you know, have a chance to travel, that's going to give her a chance to finish off. And you know, there's no no question she'll be finishing home strongly. It's just whether, yeah, they're just a little bit too sharp for her over the thousand. Mate, the uh, the punter's pal, as we like to call him here, shooting for gold, notched up another win on Saturday. A uh, little bit of talk that he'll have a bit of a freshen up and aim towards Magic Millions race day. Yeah, he will, mate. Yeah, he's, he's gone out. He went to Kalora Lodge on, on Monday, um, pulled up really well on the back of Saturday. So he'll just have a few weeks out there now and, uh, yeah, come back for a salt on the on the summer carnival with just the traditional sort of, uh, you know, lead-ups into into the, the Magic Millions carnival, sort of culminating with the Magic Millions sprint as his, his main target. Yeah. So he's one that just keeps... Keeps improving, and as you said, he's he's definitely punished pal. So hopefully, he can continue that form once we step him up in class. Fingers crossed. Have you got much of a like a big goal with that with that bloke? Like obviously the Magic Millions in the in a couple of months, but looking towards sort of carnival time in Brisbane next winter, is there much of a thought process gone into that yet? Yeah, it's just I suppose a matter of like he's he's obviously been ultra ultra impressive winning the races he's won, but he, he's probably still yet to. You know, really tackle those top liners. So by the time he, you know, with this break under his belt now, he's only going to come back even better. And and you know, the next twelve months is probably when he's going to be at his at his best. So it's a, it's a matter of this next preps really, a, you know, to sort of test the water to see where we really fit him once we once we go up against some of these better horses. This will give us a bit of a guide and look if feels to continue to continue to improve and keep winning. Then it's something you know we can seriously start looking at some of the better races in our winter carnival. But it's matter of wait and see, not getting too far ahead of ourselves just yet. He's he's obviously doing it on the clock, which is the main, you know, the main pleasing thing and he can only win, which he's been doing very impressively. So hopefully once we as I said, step him up in class, he can he can keep winning and, and give us something to really look forward to come winter. That's it, mate. That's uh, that'd be very good if he can keep going on those winning ways. Obviously Bailey's been on his last couple all prep to see stick over the summer. Yeah, definitely. Look, Bailey knows him. They've got a really good association. He's he's um you know, he's got his few little quirks, the horse, and he's he sort of needs he really appreciates Bailey's patience. Look, he's he's a horse that we, we know how fast he is. It's just a matter of trying to sort of control that at times. He can sort of want to go from you know, one to a hundred really quick and it's a matter of just needing to keep in balance, which Bailey does so so well. So yeah, we'll be um keen very keen to keep Bailey on his back. I reckon he would be. <laughs> the last one I'll quiz you on, mate, it was one I had as the, the best of the day on Saturday. Sadly, went down probably a bit tardy out of the gates, contemptuous. Uh, where do you go next with him? Yeah, he'll go three weeks between runs to, to a ratings race. Um, yeah, look, he was he was super. Um, as you said, just missing the kicks, um, you know, probably what's cost him. Um, you know, we, we would have liked to have the, have the run that the winner had um, you know, with the weight. Um, weight difference on its back. It just, he just was able to pick up and 
and sprint a little bit too quick for us, unfortunately. But um, yeah, there's a there's a benchmark 75 at June, but he, there was going to be three weeks between runs, so that's where you'll we'll see him line up again, and hopefully he can step away a bit cleaner and he'll improve from the run fitness wise and uh, be, be nice and competitive there. Yeah, one other one. Sorry, mate. The um, I mentioned it to you a couple of months ago when we were chatting. But uh, Fetch is she far away from the back at the track? Yeah, she's back at our back at our stables, just going through her three quarter pace work at the moment. Um, come back in really, really good shape. She's developed and strengthened up a little bit. So probably look for her, you know, come sort of middle of September to be back at the trials. Yep. Um, yeah. Again with her, all again. Well, hopefully she can. You know, take that next step and we can see her running around that sort of summer carnival until, until the sort of Magic Millions three-year-old will be her, her sort of main aim. So, you know, as long as she can, can um, you know, keep, we keep lifting the bar, she can keep meeting it, and that's, that'll be her ultimate goal. Beauty. Lloydie, once again, you just bring the class to this show. That was amazing. Can you make it three from three? And are you backing yourself in here? That's the question. Mate, well, it's going to be a win-win situation, I think, for me up here. Either we get three from three on the interviews or the um, I back the winner. And I thought Glorious Ruby for Brian Day and Leah Kilner. Um, just at the 1,000 metres, like like Matt said, the 1,000 the first up for Secret Tales, probably a bit of a query. You'd probably rather see it at 12 and 1,400 deeper into the prep. I think Glorious Ruby is the one that's got the speed over the thousand. First up with the three kilo claim, just to run them into the ground. She, you know, second uh, there to I think it was Sweet Dolly, um, yeah, and a couple of wins early on in her campaign. I think yeah. she's the the one to beat in the first. Mate, I'm I'm going outside the top two in the market. Yeah, I'm right. I'm headed for She's Heavenly for the Sears yard. I um I got a bit of respect for them when they bring one to town. I think and um, She's Heavenly um, two from two, um, so it's done everything right so far. Draws the inside as well, and we know how the Sears runners like to wrap around a corner. Um, the rail's only out five, so, I mean, it's a bit of a bonus, I guess, if you're basing. I mean, I'd prefer it sort of out probably 15 or 20 if it could be, but I'm um, happy, um, happy to take five metres, and we get Georgie Cartwright and carrying 54.5 kilos. I just think at the odds I'm happy to be there with the query on Secret Tales of the Distance, and um. I've had a couple of jabs at Glorious Ruby, and I think they were the two seconds. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's um, I need to see it win first. <laughs> Mate, well, I'm I'm jabbing with Lloydie on this one here. Yep. Just just the form one last prep. I mean, <clears throat> Secret Tales and Cheese Heavenly. I guess they're in the same boat. That they just on paper they look like they're going to be competitive, but yep. until they meet a field like this yep. and either put them away or fail miserably, um, that's where you can get a bit of a read on what happens next with these couple of horses. So, mate, great insight again. Good luck to the O'Day team. I know they're big fans of the show. If we get a hat, we'll put it on the old hat rack out here. But uh, (laughs) race two there, boys. We're over the 1,000. So come after race one, we can hopefully use that track pattern to sort of see where the winners are coming from, which is absolutely useless insight right here, right now. Um, But we've got Saka, which has... Mystic Aroma form lines, which is pretty exciting. But again, you got a, a nice list of three-year-olds, newly turned, Colton Geldings, bit of cutest quick cash up for grabs. Uh, the Bean Dog, you're always in a bit of a legal spirit, a legal drama. Yeah, mate, sure. Top two in the market yeah. there at three bucks, saccharine legal spree. What can you tell us? Mate, I actually, um, there's, a, there's a fair bit of pace in this. I thought it was an interesting race. We've got Legal Spree, Gamelian Bot, they'll both go forward. Um... I'm, however, I'm with, um, from the Roth stable, Chris Caserta's on board. Big Chrissy, up from Melbourne. He's been up here for a while, I think. Yeah, he sort of rides all over. He's based himself with the the GC. He's doing quite well. Yeah. 
This was come out a bit Frosty Mango, who was absolutely launched in the market for the TJ Golan Yard down mm. on the coast. I think uh, our friend of the mugs, I believe, um, <laughs> Mr. I Mr. B. Christopher, perhaps had a bit of a um, bit of a launch bet that day and came up just a bit short. And yeah. I, um, him and I know, both, and you both, and yeah, everyone but, else both. <laughs> I think um, I think a shiny sniper can make it two from two here. I'm happy to play the each way odds with the with the speed on. It'll be sitting out the back, but gets the big long straight at Eagle Farm, and if they do have if they are running on at all. I think. Um, I think at the price, happy to be with it. Yeah, mate. I'm. I'm with the favourite here in Saka. I thought. Uh, you know, probably finished sixth in that race that we sent Mystic Aroma around at the Sunshine Coast behind uh, Miss Hipstar and those couple, which are pretty handy horses. And then went to Ipswich and you know was certainly beat. Really, Dayrani beat it. Yeah. Um, and then copped a four horse field at the Sunny Coast uh, last Sunday and you know dollar forty or so and just led all the way and. Uh, one comfortably, Jimmy Orman stays on board, and I think he's sort of horse from from Barrier Seven. You know, like last start took bad luck out of the equation, but I don't think it has to lead. I think it can be sort of even two or three pairs back on the outside from the outside alley. Yeah. Um, and I just think he's the horse that uh, probably is the best of this lot. Yeah. Well, round out your trifecta there with a little bit of legals there, monks. So legal spree for me. Um, I just think it's, you're right, it's that Miss Hipstar sort of form that we're talking about with Sucker or Glorious Ruby last prep, and that's sort of the form that I'm leaning towards. At the moment, I could be easily be made to eat my words, which happens quite a bit, but that's all right. Um, but just has the apprentice claim there on Gemelon Bolt as well to sort of bring it back down. I just think it's had two easy kills at T-Bar. You know, that's nothing to be spruiking about, but just with the, the fitness on its side there, um... Look, it's only been beaten once by Glorious Ruby, who we're tipping in the first, Lloydie and I at least, yep. um, which shows it's a pretty handy horse full stop. So yeah. could be a yeah, bit of an exciting day for uh, for Start race two fans, I reckon. Yeah. Not yeah. kicking off with a no, <laughs> not kicking off with um with Moz's must have early in the piece yet, mate. Or, no, yeah, maybe, or, mate. You know, well <laughs> that's it. Um, credibility wise, I mean, sports bet helps bring us to the party here, but. For those mods fans, you've you've just been able to launch into two dollar eighty shots that have, <laughs> have got the job done. So hey, you know the mail is hot when the mail is hot. So we're gonna keep the good vibes rolling there, mugs. Uh well we get to the end of the show there. Race three, fifteen hundred meters, the Mount Franklin class three handicap. Uh so horses that have won two three or less races. Um Sophia. Now speaking of best bets, Lloydie, got a bit of a history with this horse and making it your best bet, but if you look at its uh, its formless prep, it's just thereabouts. You'd rather see the ones than the fours in the form <laughs> guide, though, wouldn't you? Well, and mean, you're getting yeah. four bucks. Two speaking of fours, so that's right. It um, I mean, it won first up. Can't do much more than a two and a half length win at Eagle Farm. Uh, so oh, it's got that you, eagle. You can win second up. That's what you can well, do more. Yeah, than when you're on it, up. when you're on at sixes. <laughs> yeah. It. I mean that that race last out at Dooman got beat point four of a length in open three year old company. Um. Magic Conqueror won that. Xenifer came second, and Xenifer came out and smashed them um, last start. Yeah. Uh, jumps back to Class 3 company, gets back to Eagle Farm, which uh, she's already got that box ticked. I'm happy to be on at the four bucks from Barrier 3, where she just gets every chance. 
Anything but a fave, Lodi, for the next? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah but speaking of... <laughs> Actually, no, mate, no. <laughs> bloody, speaking you're of, doing um, stable bosses tips this week, yeah. mate. <laughs> mate. <laughs> I, to be honest, I did the four before prices were out, so... Ah, oh, so he's a student of the game. Uh, That's right. Is. Speaking of um, going, not not too wide here. Um, I'm actually on um, Killer Kilner here with Mashiki for the Heathcote stable. Killer Kilner, um, did I hear that right? Yep. Mate, Last she's, year um, it was killed on my bets, Kilner. That's yeah, what no, it was. she's shifted the tide here and, um, mate, flying this stable at the moment. Um, it was a pretty good first up run behind Next Dimension. It was storming home down the outside of Doombin, which they don't often sort of make ground. Um, it's got a really good record at the track. Barrier four, I think, will be closer and right. Sort of came around them. I think it was running second last in the run. Last start at Doombin. Gets the claimer, so be carrying absolute air, and I think it's going to be pretty hard to beat. The Heathcote Yard is... He's flying, isn't he? He made a few comments during the week, too, which could, could point did. to why he's flying, but anyway, we'll get well, to we that. Might, uh, well, the run sheet, we might just segue into that in, <sighs> in a second there, but uh, no, you're right. Well, she's, she's been flying for Heathcote, too. I yeah. think the deal uh, was a, a two-week loan. Uh, from her, whoever her bloody boss is. I don't know how it works. But anyway, yeah. but she's done all she can, winning races. and and three also, months now. Three months, yeah, yeah there you go. It's been extended. Yeah. So, um, oh, I mean, it makes a bit of a difference when you're riding for a top stable and yeah. the horse quality might be just that cut above. Yeah. But, uh, no, I'm steering away from Killer Kilner there for you, mate. Mashani Epic on top for Mozza. Barrier one. We know these Mashani's just like to fly out of the gate, so I'm hoping it can do that here. $13 each way all day, thanks to Sportsbet. But, uh, look, last two starts have been an Eagle Farm. Hasn't been too bad. The good stat that I like is it's two from two third up, both at Eagle Farm. Um and last start was in a length of that race where Boom Spender shocked the world. Uh, you had Jetty come out and run pretty well since. Super Gorgeous there midweek probably should have won. I'm looking at Lloydie because I know he was pretty confident. Um, but that was the Bundy and Coke race, same story that day. Yeah. So it's not a bad Saturday form one. <laughs> just the jazz. Yeah, <laughs> just getting <laughs> left right. Good night. Um, <laughs> boom. I don't, I don't think I've got anything else to add there. Um, no, but yeah, a bit of value. So <laughs> yeah. thirteen each way. It looks this. Oh, well, when you got Sophia at four dollar favorite. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Geez. Yeah, living, breathing. Oh, living, breathing. Well, look, we'll move on. Uh, and what you touched on there, Bean, Big Bobby Heathcote. Now, look, I just wanted to uh, ask a bit of opinion from you two and give my little bit of two cents on it because what what's great. And this is the uh, the great idea, the great world of LinkedIn these days. As a matter of fact, because every time. I'll put a little bit of a Heathcote share post about, you know, Curic and blah, 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 blah. You get a few people from the uh, RQ land and BRC land sort of, you know, oh, you don't know how it works. You know, we've got nothing to do with any of this, blah, 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 blah. But you do. You do. What were, so, what were his specific comments? What did he say again? He came so out it's more about, well, his quote was, it's almost harder to get caught cheating than it's then it is getting away with cheating and winning. Something along those lines. Yeah. So, but he's been blown up for two years about this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty outspoken about it. I... it the thing would be, if Chris Waller was doing this in New South Wales, yeah. what do you think the reaction from Mr. Jesus Valandis would be? It would be yeah. statement nipping in the bud. Protect the integrity of the sport. Yeah, because it just shoots. That's the problem. With it. It's yeah. The, yeah. the whole integrity of the sport is just a query. Mm-hmm. And yeah. as soon as it as soon as it came out, it made me think it was like 
you know, is there any point in continuing again. punting kind of thing? Because if it's just a complete stitch up and you've got yeah. people jabbing and using this, I mean, we saw what happened to Darren Weir. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was a thousand stories yeah. there, like about all sorts of things they were doing. I just think, yeah, it's got to be, it's got to just be completely well, cleaned up and, and sorted. The, like, and the issue is, story. and I understand. Or let them all do it. I understand when they when they get in the box and rah, you boys don't fucking know a thing, rah, rah, rah. Yeah. But, yeah, true to a degree that QR and BRC have nothing to do with Curic and what they do with this drug testing thing. Yeah. But it's like saying you drive a Ford. If your steering wheel was made by Hyundai and they've got a 50% fail rate when you have a crash for your airbag being released, yeah. you're still going to go to Ford and go, is this car safe for me? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, it is, but this little thing that don't worry about it too much, but yeah. we don't want to take any blame for it at the same time. So I don't understand why they can't come out with a statement to say, regard, well, not even referring to Heathcote, but just saying, hey, the integrity of our sport is, number yeah. one, we we have a governing body, Curic, that, was that the, do this, this, and this to assure that punters yeah. are looked after. But that they was the idea of the introduction of Curic anyway was so that Racing Queensland could focus on the racing and the you know the scheduling and all that sort of thing. And Curic, that they have one job, and that is to you know they are the Queensland Racing Integrity Commission. So their one yep. job is to police the integrity of the sport. And if um you know if a predominant a you know a prominent trainer in Queensland is coming out and saying that you you know you are probably un- unlucky to get pre race swabbed. Um, yeah. There's something wrong there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and turnover funds. It's, it's a big problem. It's a big problem. <laughs> turnover funds are beast, and you if you go through like the tab reports, Queensland yeah. Racing is like the last one yeah. that has turnover generated, yeah. Yeah. and it's just because well, I don't know who's cheating, I don't know who's not. Yeah, even so for us, people. Yeah, people just avoid it all yeah. together. Yeah, and that's what I think they they missed at that point. That yeah, although it's got nothing to do with the race club or RQ, well, yeah. it's still they're the ones that hey. Everyone thinks that they run the show. Well, why does this go on? You can't just ignore yeah, it. It's not you. Because that's what they've done the last two years, and that's fucking worked well, hasn't it? Yeah. Anyway, well, there we go. I'm glad we're on the same page. Just just address it, you know. It's not that hard. Even if Heathcote's wrong, then just prove it. Say, yeah. look, this is the team. Follow them around with the camera. Yeah. This is what they do, race day, race day. Yeah, exactly, and then yeah. people can be their own judge. Yeah. We get on a race four then, hey? What's yeah. Heathcote got in this one? That might just be the launch time. Oh, he does got one. Well, the thing is, this is almost the step back for the Chris Waller handicaps. And uh, we've got one. We've got Matau in, which we identified a couple of weeks ago as a bit of a mug booker, yep. probably out of its depth last start. And I think we, uh, I think Bean got sucked in. So, yeah, so Bean, you're getting five bucks this week for Matawi against Profit who is one of those horses that will yeah. probably make a mug book appearance at some point throughout this prep. Yeah. Are you going back to the well for Walla? Nah, I've, I've sided with profit here. Um, I mean, it's a pretty ordinary race to begin <laughs> with, to be honest. Like, it's, yeah. just, it's just a pack of non-winners. I, tried, I, I did go through the form and actually almost try and make a case for Plitvisa or Plitvis or whatever you say, that stupid name's horse. Um, you can't. It, but I, yeah, I just have to land on profit here. I can't. Matawi was just too bad last start. I know it was maybe out of its depth, but it was just ordinary. It was ordinary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was real ordinary. Mm. It'll probably come out and win on the weekend. I've said that, but yeah, profit for me. It was just a super run. It ran in behind. It was Emerald Kingdom. Yeah, Emerald Kingdom and Scalapini. Yeah, and there's a few finished after that, but I think I've referenced in later races. So happy to be with it. 
Couldn't agree more, mate. Um, Profit, you know, beating three lengths at weight for age, which just wasn't his go. Uh, I think that was second up. Might have been Stradbroke Day, that that one. Um, you know, first up was Super at Eagle Farm. Next start, two and a half lengths, uh, three lengths in the glass house, got beaten by, and then two and a half behind Emerald Kingdom. Yeah. Goes up half a kilo. Beat pretty much a fair few, fair chunk of this field last start. Um, and, yeah, it's just drawn well, handles Eagle Farm. If it doesn't win, I think that'll be the end of my punting days on Saturday. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Well, I'm, I'm, glad wow. I could, I'm glad I could probably contribute to that because I'm sticking with the mug book. We've got Matawi on top. Oh. I, know, I, don't, I don't think you two really want to hear much more no, I really don't. Uh, about it. But um, Dittman just goes back on board. That's got to be a positive. You know, he, he didn't ride last start where I think Emerald Kingdom, though, just blew every horse's game plan out that that meant yeah. i mean it was a great yeah. ride great win it's yeah. probably the one that we thought well this horse is dropping back from the stradbroke in a bloody hindsight should have been just yeah. a launched that should have been yeah. <laughs> we just get too fancy on this show yeah. don't we yeah. oh these jackets to... get to your head uh but yeah i'm gonna give it one more chance Right Bold run, or we uh, we make a little edit in the mug book next <laughs> week. So we'll, uh, we'll watch your space. Mm. Uh, moving on, lads. Race five. It's getting better. Because if you really. didn't get uh, – I've got to try to sound optimistic for the mugs out there listening. Let's just move straight past. They're going to listen to us uh, for 40 minutes. We might as well sound excited. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe this will perk yeah. your interest, Lordy. Benchmark 78, 2,400 metres. Uh, I wouldn't even know where the start is at Eagle Farm for the 2,400 metres, let alone I think half these horses don't know where the finish line is for the 2,400 metres. Black still going around. So. Mate, <laughs> mate, mate any, any race where Black Log's starting at $6 is a problem for punters, mate. This is dead set. This is just warp speed, launch, London Banker form came out in Belgium yep. last start. If, you, if either of you had any other comments other than warp speed, you need to leave the show right now because that's a disgrace, basically. There's, it's not even worth mentioning any other any other one in this race. Moving on. No comments from me. Yep. My, um, my only notes for this race is do I have to tip one? <laughs> <laughs> and for argument's sake, warp speed is the tip. <laughs> but, yep. yeah, again, it's uh, just a, yeah. if anything else wins, if, if Profit wins and it gets to this race and warp speed doesn't win, then that's... That is the end. What it is is it's a sad it's a sad indictment to the um, distance racing in in Queensland. Says a lot. We yeah. do we do lack massively anything yeah. over sort of the mile and a bit. I mean, apart from sort of London Banker, it's. I mean, if Bracey twenty four hundred sort of well, plus, he's going around and winning this by fourteen. Yeah. yeah. But you're you're right. Like I remember years ago, they had a whole track refurbishment at, at Rocky. And the cup used to be 2,000 metres, and when they redid the track, it was either, okay, the cup can move to 2,200 metres or back to a mile, and all the trainers said, oh, we don't have the horse to win a 2,200-metre cup, so yeah. our cup's a 1,600-metre race. You and know, you get a 2,400-metre race every, almost every mid-week yeah. race down in Melbourne, just pretty much. They just the run them all the time. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, but even still, like, you look at the, the hacks going around, let's call them that, 42,000 for the winner. So if yeah. you've got one that's just battling along, it runs like it's, a trip it's a pretty decent little yeah, it's a decent cool. payoff. Yeah. yeah, just have warp speed go around. I mean, warp speed was probably going to the paddock, and they're like, ah, oh, forget it. Let's just win forty k before we do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, toilet break there before the quaddy. Um, race six, mate. We'll get we'll spark the interest back up because yeah. then uh, we, we know there's <laughs> we know there's uh, there's certainly some energy upcoming here in the show. But yeah. uh, well, look, I think. Lady Banff, I would honestly just see 
rather see her line up in race five with the rest of those hacks because mm-hmm. she's coming an absolute torturous one to uh, to watch every week. But yeah. goes me in your favourite, the five bucks, big bad bustling oh, Bailey on board. Um, Twelve hundred. Look in her defence with form, she seems to do her best running at Eagle Farm. Hasn't missed a place from three attempts. Hasn't got a win in those three attempts either, though. Yeah. So I'll be clear there. But then you've got Dusty Tycoon, um, your second favourite. Scottish Mist, who did a bit of track work with Rothfire. Yeah. I don't know if that means a thing or not, but I don't know. Mm. Look into it as you will. Jet Ski, Big Brad Bruce, they go through the same form line. Um, who were they behind, actually? It was Luskin Hero, who uh, was another race. Lloydy, mate, I've just pretty much read out names and numbers. Can you decipher this at all? Genzo the Wolf. Oh, I like that. Yeah. A bit of value. 100%. Yeah. Took, took is, me six races to get to a bit of did you just, value. But... Did you just tip it purely so you could do that? <laughs> no. Oh, I've got a reason. I've got a reason. Loves Eagle Farm. Uh, Matty Wishart takes three kilos off. He's, you know, two starts at the track and distance. And she's going to be gay, Matty. She, yeah, she, she's running well, too. Um, last prep beat Dr. Why Not and Superium. I think Superium came out and brained them on maybe Strati Day again or the yeah. week after. Um, and then it's t- two runs, you know, first up it won on in May and then it's had two runs since, both placings behind Shooting for Gold, who um, probably not informed horse, horse in Queensland at the moment. So 11 bucks. Thank you. Absolute launch. <laughs> I reckon it's almost really? the best. I reckon it's almost the best of the day. To I'm be honest, at eleven dollars. Like in all what? honesty, like I, the form's just absurd. Yeah. I just was like, look through the field, and I was like, how's Genzo the Wolf eleven dollars? And that clown Dusty Tycoon that can't win's four dollars eighty. Things whacked and la- Lady Bam. I mean, it can't win. I mean, I know this thing's not not. A, it's not a. It's not a prolific winner either. But second and third behind shooting for gold. Loads. Is yep. it too late to change my tip? <laughs> yeah. I, want to, I want to get on board with you, lads. That's the confidence we need. Uh, I've got Lady Bamf. I'm just gonna, <laughs> yeah, look, it'll go on the quaddy for our mugs quaddy that we sent out. But um, moving on, uh, that might segue perfect because we've got the, the greatest segment in mugs TV history, <laughs> Beans Get in the Sea. Mate, I've got an absolute clap. This is probably my favourite get in the sea I think I've ever done, to be honest. Um, Seven-year-old New Zealand gelding from the Barry Lockwood stable. Moz and I, and probably Lloydy as well, have had many chats about this particular horse. It ran again. I think it was, it wasn't yesterday, it was last week. It's anyway, it, um, it's had 31 starts for one win at the famous Bow Desert track. It's placed 59% of the time, and it's only won 80000 in prize money. It's impossible to back. Its average starting price is a dollar eighty, and the horse gentleman is coming spinner. It certainly is. Wow, mate, it's got it's got better swimming ability than many dolphins out there. This thing is born for the sea. I cannot believe they're still running it. It just surely it's cost them hundreds of thousands just to keep it in work. I just it has to go in the sea. Mate. Psychiatric bills that yeah, you know, the owners yeah. have got. It's a, a, an average starting price of a dollar eighty. That's There's nuts. a few, few races. I remember it went un- through a that's run. That's unbelievable of, yeah, for one seconds. for one win. Yeah, that's the that is the poster boy for beans get in the sea. I think it went around about a dollar twenty that day. Bo does it. Yeah, too. it, it so won you, well. So you could have got your money back. Bo does it. You could have got your money back, but you had to. But you had to sell fifty bitcoin to, to, oh. be, able to, to be able to load the bet on. Oh yeah, it ran yeah. well. Oh, the Eagle Farm. Yeah. Bo does it. Bo does it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, all right. It's uh, well, joins Blacklog and uh, Sir Barnabas in there. I think yeah. Sir Barnabas. Oh, did it accept? No, I no, thought it was racing. Yeah, this week. Blacklog. Is they must have heard you, mate. They yeah. must have heard you. <laughs> Blacklog goes in every week, mate. What a big surprise about that. <laughs> All right, race seven. Now we've got a uh, we've got an eighteen hundred and twenty five meters. That's a bit obscure, but anyway, BM seventy eight again. Handicap racing is Brisbane one hundred and one, isn't it? But two dollars eighty you get for Champagne Auntie. Uh, look, at first up was Super. I didn't really know what to make of the second up run. I got the job done, but that field wasn't, I guess, the strongest uh, form you could say. But you know. Again, it's one of those fields that, you know, you got Magic Conqueror, had a win a couple starts back. Elo, uh, good last week in a week mid-class, uh, mid-week field. What can beat it? Mate, um, predictable miss, Ken. Came second to it last start and meets it two kilos better. Um, was rattling home behind Champagne Arnie at the mile, and you know it's, it's a winner at 1,900 metres. Lee Kilner takes three kilos off. Uh, Akila Kilner. Akila Kilner. During, during the inside, which I was a little bit concerned about, I just would have preferred to see it um, you know, sprouting wings out wide, but who They'd knows? They'd probably like to switch their barriers. <laughs> yeah. who, who knows what happens at Eagle Farm, though? They probably come out in a straight line across Australia. Yeah. Every horse gets their chance, but... Yeah, I just thought meeting it a couple of kilos better and only has to make up 0.8 of the length can do the job at 14 bucks. Mate, I reckon um, I reckon ELO, I know it didn't beat much last start. Um, I think Champagne Artie, I, I do think it was hard to get past, but Barrier 11, I, I don't know, I, I don't really love that. Eagle Farm, it'll get its chance. Um, I just thought ELO had a better turn of foot. It handles the Eagle Farm surface. That's a big push here because I think horses just either handle it or they simply don't. don't. That's basically the rule of thumb. Um, I'm getting $8. I think it'll be running past um, Champagne Artie and, and hopefully hopefully predictable miss late in the piece. Have it be with? Nah, favourite on top, boys. I think we've got some T-bar magic in the air. Mm. Champagne Artie. Crack your champagne. Put it in the fridge now for about 3.10pm there on Saturday when the champagne does it. Uh, I just think the upside's there. I mean, predictable miss, mate. <laughs> I mean, look, it's ran seven, 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 ninth. Runs a blinder, you know. Champagne Ready to win. Ready to win. <laughs> Ready to win. Yeah, we'll see how we go. Uh, race number eight, there, lads. Muggets out there watching. Yep. We got the big dogs back in town here. We got the Golan Yard, rocking Royal Hail, Peppy Lafieu. Now, this is a bit of a horse that. Uh, Probably just found itself on the wayward spiral down. Um, was it nom somewhere else, Lloydy? The next, the race nine it was in. Oh, right. Yeah, so they... Still in there? No, it's scratched. So oh, it's, it's... breaking news here on yeah. the podcast, Mugs. Yep. All right, well, it's your second favourite. Um, we bought a zoo. Let's just two, two, two. You know, let's sum that up. Uh, but the other goal and runner in this race, run for glory there at the eight bucks. Now, that's uh, had a little bit of money and... There's a horse that is the North Queensland favourite. Mm. Lloydie, let's, uh, I'll let you elaborate on who I'm talking about, but also tell us your tip there for race number eight. Yeah, mate. Brad, he's a, he's, he comes Brad. down to uh, the big smoke. <laughs> for what his, a name for a horse. Yeah, it's a river, isn't it? Like, <laughs> so good. I think we've had Ian, you know, when oh. uh, there's a few others. There's, yeah, there's a few good ones with those male names. Brad. Uh, but Brad, that's the epitome of horse racing names. Yeah. He's, he, he's flying, though. He always is. He's just always there about. He's finished second in the Mackay New Market last start. Uh, 1300 probably just that touch too far for him. He drops yeah. back to the 1200 and 
Alex Pattis takes three kilos off. Uh, had the stable change from Trinity Bannon to Tim Cook. I think Trinity uh, didn't want to pee into the cup, so she's out yeah. for a couple of months. Something going on there. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but I, I um, I'm I'm with him. I'm with Brad on top from Barry One. I think he just box seats and that weight weight claim, and it's the right time of year to bring him down here. But I am cautious of um, Pepe Lafue because I did have him on top in the last race uh, before it was scratched. So. Probably uh, sort of race I play the exacter there, but Bean, are you are you with Brad or are you? No, I'm with the um, I'm with the marvel that is Sea Raider, mate. Sea Raider is another one of those horses that um, it just loves Eagle Farm, mate. It's pet trip. It doesn't run fourteen hundred meters. I, I yeah. don't really know what they were doing last start. To be honest, it's just yeah. a bridge too far. Um, it barely runs a poor race. You're always getting ten dollars. It's it's the it's yeah. the outwards end of last season. It just keeps turning up at tens or fifteens, and you just like. Geez, why didn't I back that thing? I think in an open race, I mean, it'll try and lead from nine. Um, it has the ability to handle, like, a strong tempo. Like, it can have two or three outside. It still kicks off the turn kind of thing. So, I just have to be with the odds. I think it's um, I think it's massive overs again. Yeah, Ben, I'm with you. I'm not missing out on the massive overs this no. week. Um, I think there's there's been a bit of cash for it already. So, yeah, it looks like the mugs know, mate. Not us, but somebody else knows. Um, love to see Brad run well. Just had a look through his form. It's first first time in town in Brisbane, so it's uh, it's sort of good to because we we rate the North Queensland form, but it's good to see when they come down here and like at least they're competitive. Yeah, yep. sort of great. He's so, one that will be too. I think you know, like it's just that just his racing style. Yeah, exactly. He'll he'll be, he'll be in it for a long way, and if he doesn't win, he'll run a, a cracking second or third. I think. Yep, and uh, Mr. TJ, we just can't back Royal Hell in again. It's as simple as that. So. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the jury's out. <laughs> yeah. Now, mugs, last week we introduced the mug of the week. We had Gabby on. She was great in the Congo. Um, geez, I tell you what, if go watch that replay, mugs, because you're either no, on in the Congo or you're on Remark, and... I don't. I think they. Would I had have a bet. I think I had a bet on both. I think I had in the Congo straight out. I had, and then I had Remark in a multi that would have got up if Remark had a one. And then they both ran what second, third. I was just like, yep. Oh, it was absolutely brutal. So, how it works here, mugs? We get fifty bucks, and we're going to put that up for charity. So, our charity at the moment is the National Jockeys Trust. So, we're just going to keep going until we finally get one. Make that donation, and yep. then we'll choose another charity because uh, it's not very fair. If, we miss out every week, is it? That's right. Yeah. But uh, thanks to Sportsbet for making this happen. But yep. uh, anyway, this week we've got our Sportsbet tipping comp winner, Dion. So he's on the line now, and I believe he's looking down Melbourne way for a winner. Listen up. Hey, lads. Hope you're doing well. Uh, best bet this Saturday comes in at Caulfield Race 8, number two. We're going to go with Streets of Babylon, currently at $3. Uh, should take a lot of beating. Bit of a sticky draw uh, from Barrier 8, but... Should just sit outside the lead, or if not lead. Um, really liked his first start run over the 1,200. Uh, strips fitter, second up, 1,400. Ticks all the boxes, lads. Zach Spain has actually come out and said that uh, he peaked at the 150-meter mark on his last run, which just tells us that should be eating up the 1,400. So all the best mugs and happy punting. All right. Well, thanks for that, mate. So, Group Two fever down there in uh, in Melbourne with the PB Lawrence Stakes, fourteen hundred. It's just just good to see some good horses come back too, isn't it? Yeah, whether or not Streets of Avalon is in the uh, good horse 
category. I'm, I'm, the jury's out. Yeah, but, but, he's, <laughs> but I mean, he is going well, the horse, and this is probably his race. Well, that's the thing. You look yeah. at, like, he's that classic horse that the placement's been great yeah. because he's yeah. not quite that, you know, under yeah. advantageous handicapping, probably get into a sneaky group one. But yeah. you got to have him rock hard fit to pick off these races whilst those better horses are coming back, need the run. Yeah. He just goes out in front, does what he wants to do. So. Yeah. Best of luck. Caulfield's the trap too. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the my, worst my, trap. My favourite trap. Oh, geez. Thank God we're not in, uh, <laughs> thank God we're not in Melbourne, full stop. Anyway, all right, we've got to drive back up. We need to get the hell out of Victoria. They they hate us down there. I don't know why. Uh, but we've got to get our stakes up here, and that's what we need. We need winners to finish off the day. A class six, thanks to someone's venue mode class six. Handicap conditions, of course. Dream Reacher, your favourite. Solid last start there with a good gutsy win. $3.20 you're getting, uh, and that's the champagne auntie form that I'm touching on. Avawal, a bit of the T-bar factor all around there. Got your good friends, uh, Stuttering, Kubrick, Barney's Laws getting a little bit like that as well. Bean, let's have the Beans launch in the last to save the day. Uh, Dream Reacher for me, mate. I think um, I think it's uh, it's pretty close to best of the day. Um, beat home pretty smart, sharp. Champagne RT. Abawal was in that race as well. I think it ran fourth since come out and won. Um, stays the same trip. Drops to three kilos. Probably the best jock in Queensland on form at the moment in Jimmy Orman. Sticking, Premiership leading jockey um, at the moment. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's drawn wide, but it's got the big eagle farm surface. I don't think it's – I mean, its speed map's complete crap because I think it can sit sort of four or five pairs back and just pick them off, to be honest. So I wouldn't worry too much about that on-pace sort of junk you're seeing in the speed map situation. Um, and I think Applewell probably runs second. Yeah. Jeremy on top. Cornella for me. Bang. Lovely, mate. I um, like I said, I was keen on Pepe Le Few. You know, around second to Fibertor last start, uh, the Gold Coast. But obviously, can't tip a horse if it's not running. Uh, so fortunately, not. I, I really didn't like the race, and I didn't like it so much so that I've, I think I'm going to end up with Kubrick on top, oh, uh, just at the each way price. I, no, just first up. And Come on, are you serious? I am serious. Wow. Handles Eagle Farm. Uh, been a long time between drinks, but. <laughs> You're going to be a long time between podcasts if you keep this up. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Are you getting sent a Chris Waller hat or something? Uh, Is that what's I'm going on I'm trying to, here? mate. I'm trying to. Well, I don't think back in Kubrick's going to help. Uh, well, I shouldn't really give you stick because I've found stuttering on top. Yeah. And I don't know how I have. Um, it has ran. Get mate. this right. Exactly. Informed jockey. Yep. That's what we love. We love you, Leah. Six starts at the track. For five thirds yeah. at the track. Yeah, I, I mean, that. I don't need to tell you, Ben. Yeah, I, I, I was on all. Four I think you're on uh, all five of them. Uh, but just think, it's an Eagle Farm horse. It's going to get a claim, and if they are sort of leading, barrier seven, it should be in that top three or four. Um, I can't really say much else, mate. We've yeah. we've done it time and time again with stuttering. So, big shame. Uh, there's been a bit of money for it though. I guess that's I don't know the scratchings. A couple of deductions, it's all, yeah. Couple of few scratchings, mate. So, yeah. we'll move on because it's a bit of a horror finish. But if we can snake it, bang, that's what we're about. Yep. Best of the week here, mugs. Uh, so Moz is running hot. So I'll save the best to last. Bean, give us beans banger, and the around the grounds, which was. Wildly successful there as well. Um, Beans banger this week, mate. I um, I found profit on top, I think. I've taken the shorts about it. Um, I think for the sickos out there, 
take Genzai the Wolf because I reckon it runs a bottler at $11. But, um, yeah, profit on top for me in a pretty, yeah, it looks like it's basically got that race sewn up. Mugs. And then best anywhere, um, a bit of commentary out of the stable for race six, number one, General Bow. Apparently it's been flying in track work. I've um, been a pretty big fan of this horse. Um, it's drawn wide in a race with a fair bit of speed, including Jigsaw that came out and went down at narrowly at Mooney Valley last start. Um, perfect first up record, getting 550, Frosty on board. Field Whisperer. Big tick. Yep. Alrighty. Lordy's lock. I'm going to join Bean, uh, race four at Eagle Farm Profit. Uh, I think if it doesn't win, it'll be certainly beaten. It just, it's just better than these. Um, and as for around the grounds, there's... I'm sort of a little bit torn, really. The horse that I'm really keen on is Mr. Mozart, uh, who I think is a, a quality three-year-old colt, but currently dual acceptor mugs out there listening. Uh, Caulfield in the same race as General Bow, where it's a $21 chance, and it's in a benchmark race at Kembla, uh, race four, where it's $3.60 favourite. Tommy Berry doesn't know where it's going. He's he's on in Sydney, so wait. the Hawks are obviously waiting for... Oh, the uh, horse to tell them. The horse to yeah, tell them. of course. But one I one I thought that I, I will go with just for the sole you know mystery around where Mr Mozart goes is race five at uh, Caulfield horse called Elephant uh, a Kiwi mm. horse undefeated four from four um, it's won by one point three lengths two lengths half a length and half a length and three lengths um, two times winner at the fourteen hundred Frosty Lane on board from Barry two three seventy with Sportsbet. Wins again. Yeah, big watch on that horse. Mm. Massive uh, spruit. Yeah, that's another good name to Yeah. <laughs> well, just wait. <laughs> just wait. It just gets better. <laughs> Must have. Glorious Ruby, I reckon, is a real good thing. And I'm just sticking with what works. And that's race one. Moz's must haves. Yep. So, informed job. for you last week. Hamlet. Yeah. yeah, well, it wasn't the, one, wasn't yeah, the wasn't off. I've I've ventured into race two, I think it was, but it won. That's all that matters, mate. I'm I'm on fire in this segment. That's where I shine. Uh, so glorious Ruby Kilner on board. Think it's a it's a good horse. Um, now speaking of cool names and speaking of going back to Victoria, geez, they're gonna love us down there. If you go to the last, there's a horse called Inferno. It's a Singapore Group One winner. Um, I remember. Originally, its plan was to come in for the Stradbroke last year, and I think they had some implications with quarantine and whatnot. But that's a Group 1 race, and now it's lining up in a listed race at Caulfield first up. So I think there's some some spring ambitions there. Frosty Lane on board as well. So he's getting all all the internationals. But it's it's eight from nine in its career. Singapore form, I mean, who knows? What that's like, you can't. At least the Hong Kong form, you can sort of match up, up you know, in a sense. But Singapore is like its own little bubble there, so it's pretty. It's pretty cool to see a horse A come here of of one that it was their best horse. Put it that way. They did that with um the debt debt collector. Debt collector. Yeah. Yeah. And that sports popped up and ran. Yeah, he didn't quite reach the heights that he reached in Singapore. But any price about it? Uh, so you're getting six bucks yeah, in the last right. there at Caulfield. So you've been a bit of cash for it already. Again, they like elephants. Yeah. yeah Again, nice. it's uh, if it wins, I think the cult following will just be huge because it's yep. just a ripper name. Yep. Yep. Um, and I'm just happy back to back it on those bases, to be honest. Does the form what really? Pretty much. Cool, cool names. Yep. Cool colours. <laughs> yeah. Big ticks. Uh, well, look, mugs. That's all from me. You boys got any inspo for the mugs out there? 
Yes, I do actually for the mugs out there. Okay. Yesterday on Wednesday we had a um there was one that um, I think Moz might have put his bet on and he's gone off to work. Two dollars sixty on Vitesse France in mm. the last Doombin. Lord, you know, I, I don't think had our bets on at that particular point in time, and it drifted like an absolute barge from $2.60 out to about, I think it paid three ninety on the tote in the end. Question for the mugs out there is, do you bet the drift? I jumped off, Lordy stuck with and bet the drift. I was the mug, came in second or third, and these two lads got the chocolate. And so $2.20. Yep. We'll put the... Um, We'll put the um, put the poll up there for whether you bet the drift or not. But just keen to hear what the followers think. There'd be some good stories around that too. Yeah, I reckon there would be some classics. See if we can get something next week. Yep, cool. Yep, Uh, yeah, that'll do me. Broom Cup on Saturday, I think. Uh, Don't have a tip for you, but to one of the most picturesque racetracks in the world. There, so tune in. Watch Sky Racing on your sports bet app. That's it. Not on the other one. Thanks, mugs. Cheers, Cheers. Cheers.